The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation. This is the Raider Nation podcast, and I am your host, Raider Greg, and the draft. Just hours away, the Raiders, hopefully to make leaps and bounds in the right direction. That and more here on Joe 435. All right, Raider Nation, before we get into this show, shout outs to my very good brother, Raider Mike, Raider Mike, realist of the Raider Fan Podcast, had a little accident, he's a recovering well, he's okay, but gotta give shouts out to my bro, get well soon, brother, and I just got one more thing to say before the show, let's go Warriors, Golden State, all the way, bring the trophy freaking home to Oaktown. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have. I'm dazed and confused for so long. It ain't true. Well, the stadium's all about being dazed and confused. I'm freaking dazed and confused. We got a hit on that as best as I understand it. Schedule breakdown, yes. Sean from the Raider Takes said it the very best, exactly what I was thinking. So I'm going to glean some wisdom for my bro, Sean. Last but not least, media blackout. You know what? This is going to be very explicit. You're going to have to put kitties away, turn the volume down, because Raider Greg is going to be going freaking off on this segment. You can bet on it. All that and the bone line should make it for this show. Then, of course, we have the post-draft show. So let's roll out. dazed and confused for so long it's not true what's not true is the nfl they are the most dishonest honest organization i have ever seen trying to be the shining light of truth and honesty and all the while the backdoor deals continue to roll on so recently the (laughs) the chairman of this most dysfunctional organization owned as the National Football League, has come out and said there are two, yes, count them, two stadium projects going on in Los Angeles now that look very good. Yes, they look very good. Well, who the fuck is going to be going to Los Angeles? He also said the scheduled discussion on the teams moving will be moved up from the 2016 meetings 
I don't know when they're going to have these meetings, but they're going to have some meetings about it perhaps just after the season. But the fact that two stadiums now, with one team vying to come back, Los Angeles Rams, lots of rumors about the Raiders moving to Los Angeles, and the Chargers wanting a new stadium. They need one, which is also a bunch of bullshit. Honestly, it couldn't be more fucking confusing. And I'm sorry about the F-bombs, but come on, man. Clear some shit up so the fans will know what the hell's going on. You know, this this whole draped in darkness crap is that of the last century, bro. NFL, get it straight. Now, for me to unwind this mess <laughs> would be quite a project and would take several hours. I, quite frankly... They'll give a rat's rear end if they build a stadium on the moon. As long as I know about it and can be prepared for it. Uh, unfortunately, this pits L.A. fans against Oakland fans. A lot of banter going around with that. We've talked about it before. And now the Ram fans are a little pissed off because not only do they not want their team to move, but they've already put all the things in place to build a beautiful State-of-the-art stadium right there in St. Louis. And the owner still says, forget that. I'm moving to L.A. That's the market that I want. Since he threw his hat in the ring, the pot has gotten very hot. And Mark Davis saying the correct things and the Oakland City Council voting buffoonery after buffoonery with years, and I mean years, to take care of business, man. This is not the first party for these organizations here in Oakland, California. And all it continues to be is a lot of talk and no action once again. Let me point out that Oakland doesn't want to have egg on their face when the Raiders or if the Raiders move away. And if they don't get shit done and start digging up some dirt and moving some power lines, and taking care of some business, well, the Raiders will be gone, and the Coliseum will once again be a fine home for pigeons and crows. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, the 2015 season schedule is out, and it looks pretty damn good for the first time in a few seasons. You know, every season it starts out the same way. We get the schedule, and it is the first or second toughest schedule in the league. A team that has been battered and bruised by poor decisions and bad choices once again gets beat down By the schedule. That's what you kept thinking. That's what I was keeping thinking. Because every year it seemed like we got the bone of the beef, if you know what I mean. You know, I've said it before. It's just, it's not that they're against the Raiders. It's not. Because it's just the way the schedule goes out. And it's a pattern they've been using for many years. And it's set in stone. And every season, it just continues to roll on. 
Uh, Randy's put out several blogs about it. He's put out several emails about it. It's very confusing, but it's a set schedule that, you know, you play your own division, then you play another division, plus a few other teams, depending upon... Those, those are only games that depend on your your record. If you're losing record, you have these teams. If you're winning record, you have these teams. But as confusing as that was... <laughs> really? Well, as confusing as that was, let me just say that this year's schedule is much nicer to the Oakland Raiders. I mean, it gives us a chance to breathe. And let me just give you an example of last year's schedule that was breathtaking. The dagger in the heart of any team would be, as it was for us last year, two games in the East Coast, which is tough on a normal season, followed by a game in London. Now that alone... Talk about jet lag and talk about just your whole world changes as time changes. And then you just add that trip to Europe gives you a little bit of difficulty. And I'm sure coming home from that, it was no party that next week's game either. For this season's schedule, we have the Bengals and the Ravens at home. The good thing is they're at home, tough opponents, they're definitely not pushovers by any sense, but they're home games. And then we travel to the Bears and the Browns for our away games, which are winnable. So it gives us an opportunity to at least maybe have a two wins out of those, or three, perhaps even a 500. But it gives us some momentum if we start to roll on those two away games and at least win one of those home games. Then we get the Bronco Hose coming to the black hole. It's always a good game. And if we have a team like I think we will, it'll be competitive to say the least. Then we have Philip Rivers. I don't want to stay in L.A. Yeah, whatever. And his bolts on the road, followed by the lowly Jets at home. A totally winnable game there. Those two AFC West opponents will be tough games, but we can fall softly if we don't make progress on the Jets. Then there's a brutal away game with the Steelers. They're not messing around. Of course, they're not as powerful as they were, but they do have a substantial quarterback. Followed by the Vikings, Lions, and Titans, all three winnable games. Now, this is a big pipe dream for me. This is projecting what I think and feel the Raiders will be like competitive-wise. I think they'll be far more competitive, a much more complete team, and a team that will surprise some other teams along the way. That's what I'm hoping at the first part of the season. That's the first 11 games. I'm not going past that because who knows? Our team will be well-established by now. And we either are headed for a a winning season or I hope not anything other than that because I think there's much more potential for us to be successful this year. Although the things we have to work through, a new coaching staff uh, and a new playbook for both the offense and defense uh, could be a little bit much for a first season. We shall see. 
I think Del Rio and company will get it done. It might take this year of learning, but I see that we should have some significant progress and not falter to a two or three win season. I hope. And that is all I have to say about that. Now perhaps you should put the kitties away, close the door, turn the volume down, because Raider Greg is going off on this next segment, which is titled Media Blackout. Now, I wouldn't consider myself a casual NFL fan. Matter of fact, I'm a fanatic of the entire process. Not only the Raiders, but every team. All news is good news when it comes down to NFL, well, the football, for crying out loud, including college. But I'll say this, that I am blown away because of the hours that I look at at NFL Network, the Internet, uh, all media... Uh, exclusively uh, to do with football, what is apparent and (laughs) obviously missing in the equation is this team called the Oakland Raiders. I am so fucking tired of hearing about the fucking Jets that I want to throw up some green bile. As, As sick as that sounds... I'm sick of it. I'm tired of hearing about the Browns. I am over sick about hearing about the Patriots and the colossal news vacuum that sucks every bit of press in the league, the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Yuck! Far from the classy organization Back when Tom Landry was strolling the sidelines, it is back in the gutter, but trying to shine a light like we are the hope of the world. Bullshit. And I can't stand the Dallas Cowboys either. I ask myself why even the Broncos, okay, that do get a lot of press, and, of course, the Bolts, who don't get very much either, really, perspectively because I'm looking at it the Raiders are almost on the edge of absent from the equation it is a blurb here and a blurb there and even at this time when we're fourth fucking pick in the draft we are glossed over like some footnote in the NFL annals of history I just wish that I could get an ear of one of these NFL executives, ESPN, CNN Sports, any of these guys, to tell them, hey, the Raiders are relevant and a part of the NFL. And if you haven't fucking forgotten, we led the deal for decades. We were the hated but able to beat you down Oakland Raiders. We were feared hated, and loved by the fans, of course. We were the NFL. We were the face of the NFL. And now we are not even a footnote. Well, 
this rant is coming to an end because I think that's fucking bullshit. And I'm, I'm just blown away that we don't get more press. And trust me, this will backfire on the entire <laughs> league of moron reporters in sports mainstream. I'm telling you now, when the Raiders start to win, I hope and pray that we don't forget what kind of assholes mainstream was and we tell them exactly what we feel. I hope the players do. I know the fans will. And I think I feel a little better after getting that off my chest. Thank you for listening to it, by the way. And that is all I have to say about that bullshit right there. All right, Raider Nation, the icing on top, the bone line coming up right now. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Throw your thoughts, man. Get it together. Put it down on paper. Call us. Call us five times if you want. Get it right. Get it done. And get on the Raider Nation podcast. I encourage you all to look at our blog, www.RaiderNationPodcast.com. Get on there. Check it out. Randy does an outstanding job of throwing all the news. What you need to know, what you might not want to know, is up on in there. And Randy kicks ass while he's doing it. Trust me. So let's get to my favorite part of this entire podcast. The fans letting it out. Who is first on the show? All right, not that I have trouble pronouncing names, but bro, I think this is what he says. This is Raider Braid My Dooch Beard from the woods. (laughs) No doubt. Can't wait to hear this one. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Braid My Gooch Beard up here, deep in the woods. I'm calling in because I'm looking for a little advice. That's kind of kind of embarrassing, but anyways, here I go. Just uh, looking on a little advice because uh, I got I got crabs. <laughs> I got crabs on my my team. What to do, what to do. Anywho, this is a Raider Braid My Gooch Beard, and I'm scratching and itching. Well, uh, let's just hope that you have king crabs. <laughs> let's hope that you have that $50 a pound crab that looks real good on your plate. Not the $1.95, get rid of them crabs, juice that you find at the Vons of the Safeways. That's what I hope. I hope that Crabtree produces. I hope that it becomes a Raider and shines brighter than all to tell everybody in the globe what a great organization, what a wonderful team, sets new records, and I hope he goes to the Pro Bowl for us. Otherwise, we're going to have to get that other crab juice to get rid of the crabs. Thanks for calling, bro. And our next caller is Raider Tom from Minneapolis, Minnesota. They're thawing out right now. 
Man, let the sun shine down, bro. What's up? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Tom from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, raised and born in Southern California. Been a Raider fan all my life. Um, retired from California, moved up here. Still a Raider fan. Uh, last January, my wife and I were in Costa Rica. I put some stuff on Facebook. We went to a bar called Coleridas right next to the beach in, in uh, Aqua, Costa Rica. And there was Raider uh, flags in there. It was awesome. We're being represented down there in Costa Rica. I put some on Facebook and you commented on, on my photograph down in Costa Rica. This year, the Raiders are playing the Minnesota Vikings twice, and they play the Minnesota Vikings up here at the TCF Stadium for preseason and then one regular season game in Oakland. I will definitely be at the preseason game up up here. I'll be all Raider out, probably wearing I mean, all my gear and some of my Raider gear representing, representing the Raider Nation. And we're taking bets from these people up here who are Viking fans. And I tell them, I say, hey, what do you call a Viking fan with a, what do you call a Viking with a Super Bowl ring? I said, a thief. <laughs> Anyways, uh, hopefully my wife and I will fly down, <coughs> excuse me, to see the Vikings play at our home, at our home game at the Coliseum in Oakland. So I'm looking forward to that too. Looking forward to down and seeing Kingsford Kirk and going down and getting some of his tasty triceps. Okay, Greg, keep up the great podcast. Love you. And uh, just looking forward to this next podcast coming out. This, again, this is Raider Tom from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Well, yes, we do play the Vikings twice this year. Hopefully the first preseason game will give us an idea who we're playing the next game. And if Adrian Peterson is all butthurt, maybe he won't play quite so well this year. That's my thought. If he doesn't get traded, he'll play like crap. I don't know, but one thing's for sure. We definitely have to have a beer at the at the tailgate, bro. You and your wife. Uh be fun to see you guys. You represent there way down there or up there in the northeast. Uh you're brave moving to uh there from Southern California, man. I don't know how you're hanging. Cause it would be a tough job uh for the weather for sure. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. And next from Miami, the calm, the cool, Flow Radar. What's going on, my brother? Later, Greg. Later, Randy. What's going on, gentlemen? This is uh, Flow Raider giving you a call from uh, Miami. Uh, thinking about how I'm going to have to change my name here soon because uh, uh, Flow Raider is going to be moving from Miami to uh, to Brazil. In a couple months here, so uh, gonna gonna help take the uh, Raider Nation international spread spread uh, take over some new territory out there. Maybe we can get the Raiders to come down and play a game at uh, at uh, that big big soccer stadium they got there at Maracanã. Uh, I think it's called. Uh, but so shout out to Crusader Raider and uh, you know the other international Raiders out there. Um, so yeah, I'm getting my head around to move to Sao Paulo, but uh, but I heard the Raiders are also moving to Sao Paulo, Brazil. So just kidding, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, man. But um, but no, I definitely hope they stay in Oakland. Uh, it's cool. People are, are feeling more positive. We're hearing more things about uh, you know the, the Coliseum City captain. So that'd be cool. A um, couple quick takes just to finish this in the last podcast. Man, great, great work as always. And um, um, you know the draft coming up here and doing the the uh, Amari Cooper and, and White debate, you know, it reminded me of um, 
Crabtree and in Hayward Bay. Um, you know, I think the Raiders picked up Hayward Bay because he had more meat, more promise, more speed, you know, uh, size, but just didn't have the instinct, didn't know, didn't have a hand, didn't have the, the, the innate ability. And I think that's something that, uh, that you can't overlook, you know, uh, based on speed or size, you know, to be big and, and fast. Uh, but, you know, if you, if you don't know what to do, if you don't have that ability, um, it's not going to, not going to work out, you know? So, um, you know, so I guess between the two of them, I would, I would give my, my match to Cooper. Um, but, uh, but I'm hoping, like you said, you sold me Greg, um, defense, you know, if you can get a big one and, um, you know, I'd be all for that. You know, I think it's just, it's just, you know, the big, big defense, um, you know, do it old Mike Dicka style, man, just, uh, <laughs> defense and run the ball, man, you know, old, uh, I don't know, yeah, just how many, how many family champions have had that, that, uh, kind of program, you know, uh, big defense, big round game, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people won the Super Bowl with that formula, so, um, you know, so let's see that happen. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about, I hadn't, hadn't heard anything in the last podcast or much at all, and maybe, maybe it was just because, do you think it's a long shot and not a little realistic? Well, it was Adrian Peterson. Um, you know, this past week here he was reinstated or about to be reinstated or something. And, uh, you know, I, I think he's not happy on the breaking and the way they sort of turned their back on him uh, when he was in, in hard times. And, uh, you know, if we can come in there and, and, and soup him up, I think that'd be brilliant, man. Um, that would be just completely changed things around, you know, um, defense and it's major Peterson and come on now. That's uh, a winning formula. So, um, I'm trying to get your thoughts on that. You know, I don't know if, if it's, if you think it's realistic or not, but, uh, but I'd love to get your take on, on, on that possibility. Um, you know, I'd love to see it. That would just be amazing. Um, but that's all I got, man. So, um, Thanks a lot for the show, the podcast. I'm going to listen to it now. I can try to try to become part of the supporting uh, fan base here and then get my ass to make it a PayPal account here so we can uh, you know, have that. But, um, but, man, you guys are great. Appreciate you. I uh, definitely will be continuing to listen to you when I'm in Brazil and uh, you know, get my, my radar fixed. Get used to watching my football on the computer, I guess. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> but that's it. And um, thanks a lot, man. Appreciate you guys. Um, take care, guys. Bye. Well, that's a lot to talk about here. So let's start with Crabtree um, and DHB. That was an Al Davis pick. Uh, Al Davis didn't mess around. He liked speed. And I think that uh, the way that Crabtree's agent treated Al, that was a done deal. Uh, no, this draft group that we're, we're using, the scouts, the coaches, Reggie, has done a pretty damn good job. I don't think they're going to fall in that gap. I don't think Cooper... If he's there and that's the choice, I think they're going to take Cooper if that's what they want at that spot. Again, defensive line is my is my biggest hope. Defensive end, uh, a dominant defensive end, is definitely something we need in our 4-3 scheme, and it'll also allow the offense some time to breathe and, uh, you know, it'll give Carr a much more relaxed position. That's just how football is, man. Now, as far as Adrian Peterson, I'd love to have him in the silver and black. Man, just the thought would be tremendous.
but the cost is way too much. That $13 million a year salary, along with they want a first and a second and another first and a third and a ninth and 25th. You know what? Screw the Vikings. They have been a jacked-up organization forever. And, well, we don't want to do business with them. Uh, I don't think Adrian Peterson's getting a fair shake, but he's going to get paid for playing next year. Uh, he can't. What are you going to say? But he's not going to be paid to play in the silver and black. And as far as moving to South America, little story I'll tell you real quick. My very first podcast, podcast number one, went out to outer space. And Raider Greg, in his infancy, wasn't sure whether he caught the ear of any Raider fans. And lo and behold, I get an email from Guatemala and a Raider fan living there from the States was just so happy to hear any news on the Oakland Raiders. And that's how Raider Greg kept going because I didn't think anybody was listening. So just a little brief international story from the Raider Nation. And of course, Keith Smith, the legend, the Crusader Raider, my very good friend. It goes on from there, bro. So good luck. Be careful down there. Uh, best wishes to y'all. And uh, keep on the bone line. You can get us on the internet. We'll keep you informed, my brother. And our next caller is Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider. What is going on, my brother? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this is Johnny D, the Bluegrass Raider, calling in. Uh, listen, man, I just want to hear on a couple of things. Real quick, I hope everything's doing well. I just listened to show 434. I uh, hope everything's going well. I know life happens, man. That's what we all go through these days. Uh, real quick, you know, um, I heard what Carr had to say, and I agree with you. The fact that it's coming from a player and not a coach is very refreshing, awesome. Uh, he seems like the type of guy that will take charge this year. I feel it. Uh, that he's really going to fill that leadership role. And and to be honest with you, in my humble opinion, we haven't had that since, um, uh, if if I may say, um, Rich Cannon. And uh, we haven't really had, since Rich Cannon, we haven't really had a player to fill that role up until now. I strongly believe, you know, with their range of me, that, he, that Carr can do that. Uh, as far as the draft, I completely agree with um, Leonard Williams. The dude looks like a beast. He looks like he could really beef up the defense for us on on the end there. And um, I'm really tired of the media just playing death the whole uh, Mari Cooper, Kevin White situation. I could really care less. That thing has been drummed to death. And uh, so that's just, you know, stupid and ridiculous, but uh, it's full of shit. Uh, but uh, anyways, I just wanted to hit on those two notes real quick. Hope everything's cool. Y'all stay at it. Keep up the great work, great show, and go Raiders. Thanks for the prop, my brother. And, uh, well, you know, I do believe, that's why I pointed it out, that Derek Carr is now taking ownership. And you're right. There hasn't been a quarterback since Rich Gannon that has had enough cojones to tell these players, what the hell's going on out there and what he needs out of them. 
And I think that's a huge change for our team that we finally have someone that not only says it, but he plays like it. He represents, he puts the work in. You can't fault this kid because he's given it everything he has and he expects everybody else to do the same. I totally agree with that. And hey, man, the draft, the media, when they do talk about us, of course, it's Amari Cooper or it's going to be Kevin White. Well, you know, (laughs) there's a little side note. Nobody, and I mean nobody, has gotten it right since, since they started drafting. Nobody knows where anybody's going, and this whole build-up to the draft has been an NFL media experience, not <laughs> not anything other than a circus and a circus show. A lot of educated, uneducated, uh, past players, analysts, all got to get up in there and tell them, tell us what didn't happen because it never happens the way they say it is. And that is it, bro. Don't listen to the lies, man. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller deep in North Carolina, Raider Rubin. What's going on, my brother? Good morning, Raider Nation. This is uh, Rubin calling from North Carolina. Morning, Greg, Raider Greg. Um, just wanted to call and say thank you for your last podcast. Once again, you and Randy did a good job. I always enjoy listening to it. Um, he's calling about a couple of things. Calling about the schedule. Glad it's finally out. I can finally figure out which game I'll be going to the Pittsburgh game. I hope to see all the Raider Nation show up and represent down in Pittsburgh. Um, can't wait. Haven't been there yet, so uh, it'll be a new experience for me. And the other thing I'm calling about is this whole situation with the the stadium. I don't know what the heck is going on. I was hoping that maybe a nice podcast he can make it a little bit clearer. But um, wake up, fire up my phone, look at social media, and and I'm reading that Carson City, um, City Board or whatever they call you know the local government down there, approved um, for a new stadium being built, and then. I keep on reading a different article that in Oakland, um, like the city officials there are also approving first day of the go there. So I'm confused. I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, it's one thing to see the fans going at it back and forth, but now I'm reading all these media reports on, you know, who's going where. And it's confusing to me. Um, obviously, I'm not I'm not living in the area, so I'm not really all uh, in that and tune in and touch with what's going on. So I was hoping you could clear it up and, you know, for fans that don't live in the area, you know, could get a better understanding of what's going on. Other than that, great. I hope you and the rest of the Raider Nation have a good day. Um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yeah, bro, it's clear as freaking mud. And I think that's what they like. They don't want anybody to know what they're doing behind closed doors these decisions are being made far in advance of any of us knowing. And one night, either they're going to start digging a hole in Alameda for a new stadium, or they're going to back up the moving vans and move this team to who knows where. But unless Oakland gets it together 
like I say, unless there's some dirt being moved and some things going down, uh, that's all a bunch of horse shit. A lot of hot air from a lot of politicians that have nothing better to do. They don't want to get any heat from the fans, so they just make this, you know, horse crap vote on this, and yes, it gets voted. It's all a bunch of bullshit until action follows words. So don't listen to anything until you see the tractors doing it. Thanks for the call, brother. And uh, (laughs) we're all confused. And our next caller, Raider Kegs, is up in the house. What's going on, man? Raider Kegs! Hey, man. Raider Kegs, call back. Just listen to your last podcast. Once again, man, inspired. You got me, got I got chills, man. I got this Raider tattoo. It's starting to bleed again. Black, silver, and black. Problem is, man, here's the deal. Every year, about this time, I get inspired. And for the last 12 years, 13, I don't even know, I lost count. I get let down, man. But once again, man, inspired. This is the year. Don't want to, ah, my wife makes fun of me. All the time, she's like, yo, whatever, Raiders suck. And, man, they keep proving me wrong and proving her right. But this, man, look, man, here's the deal. Coaching staff, we got Jack Del Rio. I'm, I, dude's the leader, man. When he talks, the way he just, his presence, just on the videos that I watch, hey, I want to put on a helmet sometimes to go play football for the dude myself. So I think that's a huge factor. The Dennis Allen era, thank God that's over. You know, I, I supported him because obviously he was, well, you know, the Raider head coach. you got to stand behind it. But, dude, he couldn't inspire a unicorn shooting rainbows out of his ass. That dude was fucking garbage. So now we got a true leader. I'm really pumped about Ken Norton Jr. I think our defense is going to fucking just come around and just knock some lights out, dude. So that brings me to my next thing. I just listened to your last podcast. I got to agree with you, man. We are definitely probably going to go defensive line. Now, here's my first choice, Cleveland. Cleveland, I finally met you, boy. Hey, Cleveland, Mariota falls us with that fourth, you know, to that fourth pick. Cleveland says, I want that cat. And then they come up with that first, the first two rounders, maybe even the second rounder, maybe next year's, you know, first rounder. Just give us a present. Wrapped delicious gold and ribbon, and uh, we we trade down, man. We get that. I think they got number twelve or number nineteen, and uh, grab us a second. I don't, I don't give a damn, but that would be my first choice. Then number two, man. I, I think we're going to be sitting there with, uh, you know, defensive lineman. We got Williams. USC will be sitting there. Cooper, Cooperville, um, uh, wide receiver, Lynn, and uh, you know, one of these defensive end starts, man. Uh, definitely need receiver, but they're just we're thick. This year's draft is thick in receivers. We don't, you know, I don't think Cooper's the next Calvin Johnson. He's not the next, you know, Julio Jones or or Green out in Cincinnati. So, you know, we go defensive line. I think we go defensive line. Nothing too flashy, but definitely a need. And then, uh, you know, that second round, we can't do pick up that receiver that you know help out. Oh, Derek Carr. But I think we build on this defense, man. That's the Raider way. We just go out there. We just bust some fucking souls. That's what I got to say, man. Keep on keeping. Do what you do. 
Let's do this shit, Raider. Leg. Raider, Randy, keep it up, man. I'm out. Well, Raider Kegs, every year about this time, we all get inspired. We all get pumped up. We're all amped about our team. That's sports. That's what makes sports great is you just don't know who's going to make the turnaround, who's going to step into the limelight, because it could be any team. And our time is coming. And I've been saying it forever, but I'm feeling it more now than in the last 13 seasons. Faux show. The proof is in the pudding. The team seems to be much stronger in a lot of positions, especially the one we need the most, QB. I mean, once you solve that mystery, the rest is just building. So I'm pumped about this team, uh, this coaching staff. Let me just make an observation. Uh, In these mini camps, (laughs) these guys are running, and they're running a lot, way more than I've ever seen this team run. They go from event to event. There's no standing. There's no jogging slowly or walking to event. This team is going to be forged up like a piece of steel. I believe that Del Rio means business, and it's going to be all business. I like that change. The last coaching regime was so wishy-washy. Well, you know what it was because you saw it. Thanks for the call, bro. Thanks for the props. And our next caller, Kansas Raider. What is up, my brother? Hey, Raider Nation. Just Kansas Raider coming at you. Hey, man, I'm interested in the draft. Um, next week, I believe. I'm hoping that we can get Leonard Williams if we can pull him out. Hey, that'd be a great, great pickup. Um, I would uh, really like to get on the offense, uh, or the, yeah, on the offense, get a wide receiver. But, I mean, the, the wide receiver class is so high in depth, we don't really need to get one in the first round. But if we could get something coming within the next couple of rounds, uh, a wide receiver, I, I think we'll be a legit team. Um, I'm not going to be on here long. Raider Nation, I love y'all. And there's no better nation. I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of people talk about nation. There's no Pittsburgh nation, Kansas City nation, that crap. There is only one nation, and that's Raider Nation. Give y'all love. Bye. Well, first, thanks for the call, brother. And, and you know, it doesn't matter who we pick as long as they're pro bowlers. <laughs> I don't care what the position is, as long as we pick the right guy for it. If we don't go for receiver... What if we go for a running back? What if someone's there that is a stellar star? You got to take it. Defensive back, whoever it may be, I don't care who they are. I've said it before. We need three of these draftees this season to be starters for the Raiders in order for us to really make that kind of impact that we all want to see a real leap forward in our season. Thanks for the call, man. And last, but never least, Raider Sid, a.k.a. you know him, the Desert Raider. What is up, my brother? What up, Raider Randy? Raider Greg? 
and the Raider Nation. This is Raider Sid, a.k.a. the Desert Raider. All right, how about Amari Cooper, man? The guy's a stud. He's ready to go right now. What do you think? First pick? The big man, Leonard Williams, is there. What do you do? Do we take him? I say we do. That big guy on the defensive front. Oh, fuck, that would kick ass. All right, man, that's my that's my pick for today. Leonard Williams, come on, be there. All right, Raider Nation, out. Let's go Raiders. Yeah, you know draft fever's in the air, baby, because everybody is picking. I don't care who, if it's Williams, if it's Ferguson, we need an edge rusher. We need someone on the defensive line to cause pressure. Look at last season. We didn't get enough pressure on the quarterback. Mack was double teamed every play because nobody else could get through the line. We need a beast. We need a terror. We need someone to put fear in the opposing teams. And that's just someone to give our Mack a chance to be the Mack attack that he is. Defense is what I say. Defense all the way in the first round for sure. And of course, not that. There's a couple more players we need on D down the road here. So I'm hoping we go heavy on the defense. Carr will be just fine. You know, we have receivers coming into their own. Uh, Bryce Butler, for example, could make a leap. You know, Streeter is no joke. He's going to come back after his foot injury last year and be a beast. We have a team. We have a team, and now we have a coach. Now we have a spirit, and a change of attitude is in the air. In Oakland, I love our quarterback. You know, I'm telling you, mainstream media is going to get a slap across the face when the Raiders start to make serious progress in the league. I just hope for the very best. You guys out there going to parties for the draft, you be careful. No drinking and driving. Be good humans out there. I am Raider Greg, and until my post-draft show, I am out.